Welcome to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with intuitive life coach, Dave Shep. Dave pulls from his corporate experience and a bit of new age woo-woo to help you find your own personal power and step up to lead others. Listen in for help merging your physical, emotional, and spiritual life to reach your full potential and live your passion. Let's get started. Here is your host, Dave Shep. Hi, leaders, and welcome to another episode. Dun, dun, dun. I think we're on episode 39 now. That means I need to do something special for next week. I need to figure that out. How is everybody today? Anything new going on in your lives? I hope that if you're on the Pacific Northwest or the West Coast that you're able to stay cool because we are having some ridiculous temperatures here. I think um, yesterday it was 117 in Portland. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. I used to live in Phoenix, Arizona back in the 90s. and uh, Yeah, I remember those days, but you don't expect that in Portland. So hopefully this little heat wave will uh, will dissipate and the crops will be saved. I know it's almost berry season here in the Northwest, so I hope they didn't all burn up this week. Let's see. Today I thought I would talk about dun, 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 part five of my signature program. Um, as many of you know who have been listening, you've been listening to the different parts um, each week. So this will be the fifth week that I've done this. So this will end this series. And my signature program is called The Hero's Journey, and I'll put links to it at the bottom of these uh, notes here. But for this one, uh, part five, it usually is around month 11 and 12 that I work with people with this. Um, I call this the monarch area, uh, where basically it's the where you really come into your power. You know, there's a lot of times during my program that we talk about personal power. But once we're in our 11th and 12th month together, this is where you actually come into your real power. You know, as the apprentice in our, our first stage and, um, you know, your craftsman, that's where you learn self-esteem. Uh, you figure out why you're not being fulfilled. You know, I think that's the biggest thing is a, a lot of you are very successful, but you feel unfulfilled. So when we work together, I try to figure out what that unfulfillment is and what can we do? What can we do to fix that so that you can live a life that is truly a life that you imagine, the life that you want, the life that you wake up every day and it's like, shit, this is my life and it is fucking fantastic. Um, and that's what I like to do for people because that's definitely how I live my life. I love what I do. If I were to win the Powerball tomorrow for 200 million bucks, I literally would just have a bigger audience and a bigger team <laughs> because I would keep working and it would be just spreading my, you know, my message and trying to help people. And, and that's the biggest thing. When you can say that about your life, that feels so good. So we talked about the apprentice. We talked about the crest and we talked about the night. That was part one, two, and three of my program. That's where we really focus inward. You know, that, that is something that we, we just, we get you to grow self lead all of these wonderful things, live an authentic you. Then last week I talked about becoming the noble, which the noble is part four of my program. And that is where you kind of attract followers and followers being people that become part of your team. 
a team that becomes part of your vision, part of your dream, part of your future. This team believes in you because you believe in them. So that, that was what we talked about last week as we go through the noble part. This week, I want to talk about the final stage of my program, month 11 to 12, and that's the monarch. And I call it the monarch because, again, this whole hero's journey has this theme of, of you know, the, the Arthurian legends, King Arthur, Merlin, the Excalibur, all those kind of things. You know, I'm a big Arthurian geek, so I thought, yeah, why not name my signature program after all of these things that I truly love? Because, again, this is my life. I love it. If you get it, if you get me, then we'll be good together. If you think it's stupid that I did that, we're probably not going to work out well together. <laughs> but I'm okay with that because I'm, I'm being authentic. I'm being who I am. So when I work with people, when we get to this monarch stage, and this is kind of the stage that, that I've, I've been at, and this, this can be a little bit intimidating for people because it comes to things that you want to do to change lives for generations. You know, what, what does that even mean? What does it mean to influence others? You know, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to dictate culture in, in your community? Because that, that's one of, that's the thing. If you're going to be a monarch, if you're going to build a kingdom, if you're going to attract followers to a kingdom, you need to lead your kingdom. So when you lead that kingdom, you need to lead it by helping people, by helping your followers, by making your followers as important as your dream. And, and it's such the truth because when you're living with your authenticity, when you're living in your dream and you're doing what you want to do, the people that follow you, you begin to, you begin to care and you begin to lead them. And it's one of those things where they would step in front of a bullet for you. You would step in front of a bullet for them. That's, that's what it means to really lead someone with strength, with passion, with selflessness with integrity, with courage, with honesty. And a lot of, of what I teach people in my program is what is selfless leadership? How can you still be assertive, be true to yourself, but be selfless at the same time? It's a gift and it's a gift that I teach because it can be done. I can definitely be true to myself, be true to who I am, be true to my integrity and still care about others. That's what makes me a good leader. That's what makes me wise. I never take credit for my team's success. I share credit. I wouldn't be successful without my team. I would be an idiot to stand on a stage and say, hey, all because of me, we're all here. No, not at all. Because I'm aware of my own shortcomings, because I'm aware of my own weaknesses, because I'm aware of who I need to bring into my life in order to fill those gaps, that makes me wise. It makes me strong. There are some things that I just loathe doing. Video editing. I hate video editing with a passion. So I have a video editor. <laughs> and he's my favorite person because I can just make a video and then he edits it. That. You know, it's important to me because it is one of those things, kind of like ironing or doing dishes. You hate it, you know, and, if you, you know, so it's just like, 
it's that thing. But I have a video editor, editor that loves video editing and he does a great job. And I treat him well. I treat him with kindness. He's an artist. Part of truly being a leader, being this monarch, is also listening to different points of view. You have to be able to control your emotions and listen to people's points of view and respect them for their points of view. Just because they don't have the same beliefs that you do doesn't mean they're bad. And as a leader, you recognize that. As a leader, you recognize that everybody can think independently of one another and still be, work towards a common goal. I'm not right. They're not right. We're not right. However, we're all focused on the same goal. We all want to get to the same place. We all have the same morals, the same values, the same integrity. We just think differently. And a good leader who is truly strong in their beliefs, strong in their authenticity, strong in their values, strong in their integrity, understands this. Because they understand that people are different. And while they don't agree, you still respect them and honor them and treasure them that they have these opinions because they're their opinions. What if you're a dog person or a cat person? Who cares? You still can have the same vision for the same company. But just because this person likes cats doesn't mean that they're wrong. They're just different. And I use that, that weak thing, but we all know what the political climate is in the world today and, and all of the stuff going on in the world. And if you don't think my way, you're wrong. And if you, if you don't think my way, you're evil. Bullshit. Honor the other person's belief and keep the conversations open. Inspire people. Inspire people to be the people that they're meant to be. They may not have the awareness that you do, but that doesn't mean that they're wrong. You may not have the awareness that they do. It doesn't make you right. So I'm asking you to take a leap of faith. And as you're going out and you're influencing people, when you're trying to dictate culture in the community, be okay with listening to the different points of view, but always stand for your truth. Stand up for yourself. Be assertive. Always, always, always be the assertive person who stands up for themselves, who never takes any shit from others. But the way that you are assertive is that you don't belittle anyone either. See, that's the difference. That's the difference between assertive and aggressive. So you've got passive, which if you're a passive person, probably not a leader, no, you're more a follower. You got your passive aggressive behavior. That's fun. Okay. I can't even tell you how fun that is. There's a lot of leaders who are passive aggressive and they're just dicks. Okay. Then you got the aggressive leaders. They're the ones that blow through people constantly. They blow through teams. You know, it's always, it's never their fault. They're mean to people. They, they have unrealistic expectations. They don't provide support. Their team is with them for a year, two years, then they're, then they're gone. Then they build a new team. Then they get a new team. 
because they have the charisma to keep drawing these people to them and then they use them up and throw them away. That's aggressive behavior. An assertive leader is someone who is so sure in their beliefs, so strong, has such an incredible foundation, is so grounded, is so rooted that nothing can topple them. No one's opinion. No one can take their personal power. They stand up for what they believe in, but they do not belittle others for their beliefs. That is the difference between assertive and aggressive. An aggressive person will always make you feel small and to make them feel right. An assertive person will always explain who they are, what their beliefs are, and never judge you and never have expectations that you're going to change. They simply accept you for who you are. That is the best, most authentic relationship that you can ever have. And that's what you need to look for. And that's what you need to be to others. It's a high level of emotional intelligence. They call it EQ. It's also being okay with being unique. Your uniqueness is what makes you special. It's what makes you a good leader. Don't try to conform to society standards. Don't try to conform to what anyone else wants you to be. You just simply be unique. Be you. Because that is you living in authenticity. When you live in authenticity, usually you're very consistent. You make the same consistent decisions. And once you have this consistency in your decisions and the people see you're authentic, you begin communicating your goals and you communicate your vision to your followers and they keep seeing this consistency. So it's something that they learn to trust and value. You start inspiring people because when you share your vision, there's such determination in your voice and such determination in your actions that they want to be a part of you. You know, what kind of legacy are you going to create? I created part of my program around the word legacy. So I did the whole L period, E period, G period, and so on. So legacy. So for, for me, what is a legacy? Um, you know, I, I think it comes down to with the L is like, have you lived? Are you living? Are you living the life that you want? Or are you living the life that others dictate to you and that you think that you need to stay inside the box and stay inside the lane, drive the speed limit, because that's what you were told to do, because that's what's expected of you. So that L in legacy, I want to ask yourself, are you living? For the E, I chose the word engaged. Are you engaged with life? Are you engaged with yourself? Are you engaged with your family? Are you engaged with your people that you lead? Do you engage in life so that you can enjoy it and make a difference and live it? And all of these things that make you feel a part of something, that connection. The next thing I talk about is the G. For me, I, I chose the word guided. Are you guided through life? 
So what I mean, are you guided? Again, when it comes down to the, the emotional the, or the physical, emotional and spirituality of things, are you guided by a higher power, a higher being? Are you guided by a hero? I talked in my last episode about my hero being my 10-year uh, older version of myself. That's my hero. You know, Dave at 63. He's a fucking rock star. And I know that because of what I'm doing now. Everything that I'm doing now in my life, my 10-year-old self, my 63-year-old self is going, holy shit, look at him go. Look what he did in the last 10 years. He was in training for the first 50, <laughs> but he nailed it these last 15. <laughs> but that's it. I'm guided. I'm guided by heroes. I'm guided and inspired by others. So, yeah, are you guided? The A in legacy, the word that I chose was ask questions. Do you ask questions? If you... You will never, ever meet a leader who is successful who does not ask questions because asking questions is one of the most important things about being a leader. You have to understand. In order to understand, you have to ask the hard questions, the hard questions that nobody wants to ask. So when you're living your legacy, are you living? Are you engaged? Are you guided? Are you asking questions? And then the C is communicating. Do you communicate? Are you communicating your vision? Are you communicating what you want? Are you communicating what your, what your legacy to be? And then the why in legacy is yield. Do you yield? Have you yielded? Because that is what a true leader does. There is no shame. There is no shame in yielding and being vulnerable. There are many times where I put the, put the gas on and I'm going 80 mile an hour and I'm like, okay, this, I'm going to steamroll right through this. This is what I want. This is my vision of how I want it to go. And all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, brakes, yield, yield, yield. Because I come up upon an immovable force or an obstacle that I did not foresee or that I came into to being. Sometimes it can be a serendipitous thing, but, but other times it's like, uh oh, you know, so I need to yield. There's power in yielding because then you're not reckless. You don't crash face first into a wall. So being able to live, be engaged, be guided, ask questions, communicate, and yield, that's your legacy. One thing I don't think a lot of people understand and it's is not very talked about or thought of is the pressure of leaving a legacy. And I kind of disagree with all of that. And what I mean by that is I don't think that you should live your life trying to leave a legacy. In my opinion, in my coaching, I think that you are the legacy. I think that I am the legacy. And what I mean by that is I'm not here to work hard to leave a legacy for those who come after me. I'm here as a product of those who came before me. The generations of men and women who came before me, I am their legacy. The choices that they made, the decisions that they made, 
That's why I'm here. My great-great-grandmother said yes to a date with my great-great-grandfather, and I'm here. Because of those choices, I live in this country. Because of these choices, I live in this state. Because of the choices of those who came before me, I am who I am. I'm able to be on this podcast, and I'm able to help you today. That is my legacy. That is what I need to honor. By honoring the past, I preserve and build a better future for those who come after me. So my legacy is not building something new. My legacy is honoring the past, living my current legacy so I can build a brighter future. But building that future alone is not a legacy. But by honoring the past, honoring our parents, honoring our grandparents, honoring all of our ancestral line, everything that they did, all of the choices, all of their hardships, all of their successes led to you being where you are at right now. You are their legacy. And that is something special. And when we work together, we work, when we work in this part of our program, we define that. We dig deep. We figure out what that means. For some people, they're the last of their line. They're not going to have kids. They don't have kids. They're too old to have kids. Whatever reason. And they're, the, they're literally the last of their family line. So you are the legacy. You're living the legacy of those who came before you. So that's what this entire year of working together has been about. The education that you went through, through your life, with formal education and life education, your courage, your honesty, the awareness of your own weaknesses. I think that's one of the biggest things. You know, in, in my book, I talk about living a life of balance. You know, and, and this <laughs> this book is, it's kicking my ass. I will be, I'll be completely honest with you guys. Okay, the, the first draft came out. I was like, yeah, first draft done. Then it gets to the editor and then it got blown up and it was sent back to me with so much red. I was like, eek. <laughs> but I, I'm not giving up. Okay, I put a lot of hard work into it. There's been many revisions. And when it does come out, it's going to be everything that I want it to be. And I'm working hard on it. And I'm hope- hopefully it'll be out by fall. It's on pre-order now if you guys want. Check it out. It's called Discover Your Soul Cube. But part of this, part of my book is living a life of balance. Living in balance between masculine and femininity. Living in balance between physical and spiritual. Living up in balance between light and shadow. You know, how, how are you learning from failing? How can you lead if you keep the past and don't turn that into wisdom? Taking the pain and turning it into wisdom is what it means to be a leader, to be a monarch, to be that king of your kingdom. Controlling your emotions is a huge one. There are so many people that 
you fly off the handle, you hear something on the news, and then all of a sudden you're flying off the handle in a rage. You don't even have all the facts. How can you dictate culture in the community? How can you influence others? How can you change lives for generations? How can you honor your legacy of those who came before you if you won't listen and control your emotions? And then when you want to fight, you're prepared. You pick and choose your battles. And then you find people who will stand with you. And then that's how you go to battle. To open up a company, to lead a department, to lead anyone, to change things, to change things for the better, to see where help is needed. You are not living your life purpose if you are the only one that's benefiting from it. I want you to think about that. If your life purpose in your mind right now is working for you, and you are the only beneficiary of the greatness that you're creating, that is not your life's purpose. That's you being good at what you do, and you're making lots of money, and you have lots of resources. But it's not your purpose. Your purpose is not being here so that you can just be strong for yourself. Your purpose for being here is to help others, to connect with others, to be part of the collective. Bringing your gifts, your strengths to the rest of humanity. That's your gift. That's your life's purpose. No matter what it is. And it's never trivial. Some people are like, well, you know, I'm an artist, so... How's that my life's purpose? I can tell you, if you're an artist and you're creating, and you're creating things that inspire others or that make people feel good, then that is a good, beautiful life purpose because you're bringing goodness and humanitarianism into the world. So don't don't diminish what your life's purpose is. Identify it. Own it. Being aware of other people's emotions is how you first learn to control your own. If you're one of those hot-headed leaders that just blow up at people, that's not the way. There are better ways to stay in control. There are better ways when controlling your emotions that you can still get your point across. That you can still share your vision. And when you come up against a roadblock, yeah, take take the time to lick your wounds. But you don't let it control you. You don't let those emotions defeat you. You don't let your a blown-up deal turn you into a, a little bitch. And I've seen that. I've seen these cocky, charismatic leaders who just stand there and say, oh, they're so wonderful. They're so this. They're so that. And then they have a deal blow up and they're like crying in their backyard going, boo-hoo-hoo, what happened? No, learn from it. Control the emotions so that you are understanding what you did wrong. If you fucked up and you messed up a deal, that's okay. There's more deals to be had. There's more things. It was a lesson. Now you regroup and you go out at it again. 
but you stay in control. You talk to your team. You figure out what happens so that it doesn't happen again. It just turns into a lesson. And it's extremely important because your determination of continuing, keeping going, is going to be amazing for you. But it really does all come back down to that damn authenticity. And that's what a lot of people, you know, they're just, people are so afraid for people to see them. I come across it all the time. I have people who, when they talk to me, they say, you know what? You're the only person that I can open up to because you don't judge me. And my reply when I get that is, no, that's not true because I'm just the only person that you've taken that step with. But I think that if other people that you're close to in your life, I think if you show them this side of you, if you show them who you really are, that you can have these same conversations all the time with people who are way more important in your life than I am. When I come into a person's life, I come in to help them find who they truly are. One of my clients told me that I'm kind of like a cheat code to life. They're like, we would have gotten there eventually, but you just give us this little cheat code. So you get us there faster and it's a lot more fun. So I appreciate that compliment. I was like, leave a damn review, will you? <laughs> so those are the kind of things that I work on in my, my hero's journey. This is the last part. So these last five weeks I've talked about this. And it, it's probably one of the neatest things I've created. I've spent over a year creating it. Uh, I created it with a bunch of my clients. I talked to them. I figured out what they needed, what was the big thing that I've worked on with them for over the last 10 to 12 years. I went back and I researched old case files, old case studies, and everything that I've done in this hero's journey is something that's important to me. And I think that it can help a lot of people. So if you've been listening to my podcast and pieces of this has stuck and they've helped you, I just want to say I'm proud of you and I'm grateful that you listen. I really am. I wouldn't be where I am if people didn't listen. And I love, I love disseminating this information. I love getting it out there. For me, the podcast is such a natural thing to do that I just, I just enjoy it because it's so much fun. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And I will talk to you guys next week. Also, check out in the notes, I got a free authenticity class. Go click on it. Thanks for listening to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with Dave Shep. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you like the show, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you know someone searching for their life purpose, be sure to tell them about the show. Find Dave at Facebook.com slash Dave Shep Consult and on Instagram at Dave Shep Consulting or visit the website at www.daveshepconsulting.com. Consulting.com.